0: Welcome back to Waller, listeners. And now let us continue. And just like what we usually do, I will play where we left off the last act. Sec- and be blessed as you listen to the rest of our conversation. What is the shortcut to getting, I am definitely not there, to getting sexy, lean, confident, energized? What is the shortcut of getting all the it? And everybody always try to find a shortcut. Is there like a shortcut with it? Yes,
1: I think you hit the nail on the head making it easy. I'm a big fan of if it's not easy, you won't keep doing it. And so that's why most resolutions don't make it because they're just too difficult. We're taking on too much all at once. And so, what I often tell some of my clients is I actually want you to do what's counterintuitive. I want you to just, if you can only focus on one thing, it would be to reduce stress which most people are like, no, I know she's going to say exercise. It actually is not that important in the grand scheme of the shortcut. I would say stress bleeds into everything. It disrupts everything. It's like the enemy. It's basically out to destroy you. And so if you have high stress that's not under control, you won't want to work out. You won't want to eat right. It's going to mess up everything. So instead of saying, I'm just going to start working out all the time, I would say what I call it in my programs, I call it recess because I want us as adults to be as excited as kids going out to the playground during the school day. What can you do to thrive? What brings you joy? It doesn't have to be time consuming, it doesn't have to be expensive, but something that pours into your soul and really makes you feel good because then you have the capacity to then take the next steps, which maybe is as the food part, I just say eat foods God grows. That's all you have to do. Eat try to eat foods in their most pure form. And that can be it. Just ask yourself, what would a healthy person eat? That's all you have to do. With fitness, I say a lot of times less is more. You know, maybe you work out one, two, three times a week. My workouts are 20 minutes or less. So again, going back to it's only 2% of my time, even though I'm super busy, I'm a big fan of body weight lifting weights I do that at home so I can be in pajamas barefoot talking to my kids cuz that's real life and then I would say getting more sleep I think most women are really tired and if you have if you have infants this is <laughs> out the window. But if you are sleeping through the night to simply get more sleep, and that in itself is a great hormonal reset, you feel better. Because again, if you're tired, do you want to work out if you're tired, do you want to cook. So I think those are the big pillars, in my opinion, is the stress, the sleep, food, God's, God's growing, And then a little bit of fitness. It's not even the most of it. So that's kind of my my shortcut. Make it easy. Focus on one thing at a time instead of eating an elephant in one bite. And then it actually becomes enjoyable so that you'll keep doing it.
0: So in our small group, yeah, that was last week where we have the topic of, because our topic is transformation. So our topic is about physical health. So we like talk about what we want to be accountable for. And I'm like, as for me, I could do, I don't want to do too much. So I want, I will commit to at least once a week walking for a few minutes. And I said once and I actually did two last week so I did like less than an hour so I'm like that is really good yeah I think like you said you don't have to be that big you could just spend like a few minutes doing something that is not going to be too hard and also like what you've mentioned earlier I guess that could go with the energy part is a lot of people worry too much and that could might cause why they couldn't sleep or their lifestyle is I I feel when we worry it's like saying we don't trust God enough because we always have to put us. So like sometimes I don't really worry that much. I try not to like, but sometimes if I need it, it's also good to have memory verses, even a few of them. So like, okay, three, two, four, six, seven. Let's do not worry, you know. Pray. And I just thought that was that was really good to always have that, you know, have the backup. You know, you gotta have the word of God that you memorize so that you could also use it and give it all to God. And if you are running out of energy because we're a human, we get tired, we get weary. God is God; He doesn't get that so we just asked him to give us energy and like we said start a day with him and i also want to ask you mentioned that you are widow but when your husband passed away your boys are still small right can you describe how how were you able i can't imagine it how were you able to tell to your young sons that dad is gone? because some people that are listening might going through the same thing that you did
1: before Yeah, that was definitely something that I wish could have just stayed on my shoulders in my little bubble and that I would just carry the weight of this reality myself, take it all off of them, bring it all on. I can handle this as an adult. They were ages four to eight at the time. And again, this was so unexpected that I had about four hours to prepare, to absorb the reality of my husband being found. And my kids being brought home and, you know, I'm doing a lot of praying as much as you can do when you're so grief stricken, it's, it's even hard to pray beyond just saying Jesus. That's kind of the extent of my prayers, but I sat my kids down on the bed and when they had come into the house, they said, why are there so many cars here? Why, Why are there so many people in our house? And I said, I just need you to be quiet. I need to finish what I need to say. And then we can talk about this, but please don't interrupt me. And, you know, they're jumping all over my bed as little boys do. And I said, I don't know how to tell you this. And I, this is when I'm praying, God, take it away. Let this be a Lazarus moment. Bring my husband back from the dead. He's going to walk in the door right now. Do a miracle. I'm trusting you. And he stayed silent. And so I told my children I love you very much. Your dad is dead and they stopped moving and I said he's alive in heaven, but you will not be seeing him on earth anymore. He will not be coming home anymore. There has been a really bad accident and I'm really sorry and I'm I'm sobbing at this point because I don't want it to be real. I keep in my in my mind saying this is all imagined. I'm on a movie set and and I'm like do you understand what death is. Do you understand what I'm saying? And they're looking at me nodding their heads. Yes. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. If I could have taken this from you a million times over, I would have. Your daddy did not know this was going to happen, but God is so good. God is so faithful. He is with us. He is for us. He is real. Your dad is real, like pinchable, but there's a separation. There's this huge chasm and we cannot cross it right now. But I am here for you and we're going to learn about heaven and how it really works together. And of course, the first question my oldest asked was, Well, what are we going to do for money? Because he knew I was a stay at home mom who made no money. So that shows the firstborn is very interested in protecting the family. And I said, I had never had that cross my mind in the past four hours. We're gonna work that out because God is provider. I'm not, I'm not worried about that in this moment. But it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be quiet. And they most of them were stunned, obviously, and, and didn't have many words to say. But in that moment, to know as a mom, you are intentionally breaking four hearts from your mouth. That's really tough. You know, you're like someone else do it. How can I pass the baton? This is something my husband should be handling. And so I think that, you know, maybe it's good that they were young. Maybe it's not. I'm not sure. But, you know, it's like we can't change this reality. So we all just kind of sat there. And mostly I was the one. Sobbing some of them had slow tears, one child was doing somersaults even after I told him because I learned that children grieve differently they don't cry like adults necessarily do, so that was his way of processing it so it was one of the hardest moments of my life where I don't know if I've ever relied on the Lord like I did in that moment
0: yes i'm I'm so sorry to hear that but I'm just curious so I can ask, you said that they found him or an accident. Can I know what what was the cause of his death? Because it doesn't sound like he got sick or anything like that. And there are police... And I'm so sorry to leave you on another cliffhanger. However, make sure to follow us so you don't miss the next part of our conversation and hear her answer. And now let us reflect through everything we've heard and listen to this beautiful music from our Spotify. Thank you everyone and stay blessed. And always remember, come to Jesus daily. Until next time.
2: may be darkest, but your light is greater, you light our way, God, you light our way. When evil is rising, you're rising higher, with power to save, with power to save. Two. Because you are the one, Jesus, you are the one. mm no.